Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for the Stamford branch. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched A Quiet Place, part D. Let me tell you why this movie makes me very mad. <gasps> why? They made a sequel to A Quiet Place and they did not call it A Quieter Place. What even were they thinking? That's stupid. A Quieter Place is a much better sequel title. Am I wrong? Am I crazy? This is a much louder place. A quieter place. And then, of course, the quietest place. You know, this should be a trilogy, and that's how they should have done it. And the fact that they didn't makes me very mad at John Krasinski. Who do you think you are? The... <laughs> oh, no. I was really hoping I'd remember his name. <laughs> what was that guy? Was the who's the guy? Jim. Nope. Who's the guy? He wrote he writes movies. He wrote American Ultra. I don't know. Todd Phillips. No. <laughs> As if anybody even knows who that is. Cody. Seth MacFarlane. Nah, he's a hack. Jesse Eisenberg. No, he's a treasure. Max Landis. Max Landis. Who do you think you are, Max Landis, with this dumb naming scheme and trilogies? <laughs> oh, it's the Dirk Gently guy. Yeah. Amazing. Here's the thing. He's the Dirk Gently guy. Dirk Gently mm-hmm. is a British show that's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Max Landis, you know, I liked him. Now I'm starting to come around to the attitude of Hollywood as a whole of... Uh, you only get jobs because of your daddy. Who's his daddy? His dad is one of those vague guys that's a super rich European dude that invests <laughs> in movies. Much like in F9. Uh, F9. F9. Oh but he's a movie producer from the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The UK. <laughs> Tyler, aside from the title debacle... How did this movie go for you? I hated every second of this movie. I hate A Quiet Place. I hated this one, too. It's stressful. Also, there was a group of teenagers in the movie, and they really ruined it. You wanted to see, like, of the two of us, I was like, oh, we don't have to do this one. And you were like, oh, we should do it. Because I love A Quiet Place, and I love this movie. <laughs> But people wouldn't stop freaking talking during the movie. It is weird. This was the first movie I've seen in theater since the pandemic with like people in it <laughs> where I was like, Oh, the theater, it wasn't full, but it was like probably like 60% full of people. I was like, Oh, this is, here's my problem with the people that we saw it with someone. Look, this movie is scary. It's yeah. a thriller. Okay. It's a horror movie. There it was somebody who just like stood up and was standing in the hallway or not the hallway, the, the aisle for a little too long. Like Bailey looked like, didn't notice them stand up and then she's like she like did like a jump take just from like someone who's just standing there it's like dude get in get out. i can't handle people coming in and out when i'm stressed yeah. that was my problem did, okay did you close your eyes at any point did you look away at any point i probably did at one i think i only remember once maybe i wanted but that's like my last resort i try not to but yeah. i think i did once i wanted to so bad and I said, no, I have to witness every moment of this movie. <laughs> I Well, 
it's hard. It's harder when I watch scary movies with Bailey because she, you know, jump scares. It's 50 50. It really gets you or it didn't quite get you. Yeah. And it either gets me or it gets her. <laughs> so, and so instead of me getting hit with half the jump scares, I'm getting hit with them because she's jumping and holding on to me and I, or I'm jumping. You know, it just it makes it so it's 100 percent chance of effectiveness of every jump scare. Yeah. Speaking of jump scares, <laughs> some of them got me in this one. But now the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I think I got just kind of like, oh, you know, stortled, but not like. <laughs> right. Jump. Not a full. We watched. I watched two movies this week. You know, because we did F9 and we did this one. It, the, in F9, there's a gunshot that comes out of nowhere during a very quiet scene. That made me jump yeah. more than any moment yeah, no, in this movie. Us for sure. I jumped out of my skin. <laughs> Tiffany laughed at me because I was like, I was like breathing heavy. I could feel my heart pounding because it's got, it just startled me because I was so, mm-hmm. t- I think it was because it's like when you're super tired and there's like a lull in the movie and you're kind of like, I'm just going to doze for a second and then a loud bang happens. You're like, oh, oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. They'll get you. They will get you. John Krasinski will come to your house and get you. <laughs> yeah. He will. So this movie is a sequel. What? It is about a place that has to be quiet. Yeah. Because there's big scary monsters that use sound to get you. Yeah. It's the sequel to our best performing episode on YouTube. Is it because I used the <laughs> thumbnail of the movie yeah. as our background and yeah. it is the exact length of the film? Yes. So people thought it was just the movie? Yeah. To the point that one of the comments, multiple comments actually, are links to pirated versions of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody's going there for the same reason. Oh, yeah. There is also in one of our YouTube videos, in case anybody's interested, a link to hot singles in your area. Well, in my area? In everyone's area. Oh, nice. The global area. Nice. I'm always interested in the hot singles in your area because, you know, sometimes they just get very specific descriptors and you're like, what did I click on (laughs) that made me get the hot moms in your area versus the hot singles in your area? You know, like versus the hot latinas in your air you know yeah that's my question i want to know we'll never know we'll never know the thirsty thumbnails they come and go for me and i don't know why (laughs) they were gone for years and i don't know what i did to get rid of them but they stopped in the last two weeks they started again and i can't stop them because i don't know what i did to stop them in the first place what do i do Oh, help me. Help me. Oh, have I got a story for you, Cody? Here we go. <laughs> Are you familiar with Displate? No. The company. Okay. There's a very cool company. I think you'd like them. Is it a rival to Dat Plate? Maybe. No. What they got is their metal, uh, like their metal paintings, basically. So it's like metal with a painting or a picture screen print on them. You get some cool ones. They got nerd ones. They got actual like adult ones and you can get like they got a set they got a kit where you get magnets that like attached to your wall and then you attach it with a magnet uh-huh. they're very cool i like them i wanted to get some for our home not our home my <laughs> home with tiffany i'm talking to tiffany in this story <laughs> so i was showing some to her 
but they got a thirsty section. All right. And I was like, oh, we should get some of these. And it's like Final Fantasy characters, mostly dudes. And I'm mostly showing her the dudes. But uh-huh. I'm just scrolling through. We flick past. You guessed it. Tifa from Final Fantasy seven. We all know mm-hmm. she is way more clothed than any of the dudes. Yeah. And she doesn't have 37 abs like Sephiroth's does. Anyway, point is, that was a year and a half ago. Yes. I get ads for the thirsty chick, <laughs> the girls. The one that I looked, I scrolled past one that was yeah. a girl. That's all I get the ads for is the the anime. <laughs> What? Just like the some of them aren't even from shows. They're just like sexy anime pictures. Sure. On metal, though. Yeah. So Do you ever fancy. have that kid? <clears throat> Do you ever have that kid in middle school who sold sexy anime pictures that he drew? That kid didn't exist in your middle school. Just my middle school. Just mine. Just me. Pedals. I'll like draw a picture if you want it. No, that didn't happen to you. No. Five dollars. All right, here we go. <laughs> For five dollars, it can be yours. You just got to find a middle school, find the right child. He probably has long hair and you can do it. So what you're saying is I should go up to random children and say, hey, kid, can you draw me some <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anime porn? That's what you should do, right? Yeah, that's what I'm suggesting you do. <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right. Quiet Place Part Two. Are you ready to get into it? I'm ready to get here's what I'm going to do you I need you if you could if you could sum it up I need to adjust myself because what's happening is my jeans are really digging into the undercarriage all right Mm -hmm. so I need to mute my mic and adjust how I'm sitting how I'm living my life you want me to sum up the movie yes the problem is I did (laughs) (laughs) no I can do it again I can do it again you said it's a movie. You said it's a qu- you got mad about it not being a quieter place. I yeah, and I'm still mad about that. But what more do you want me to say? What more? Well, I mean, you know. Okay, I'll, I'll, I can do it. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Here are some other things they could have done with the title. Quite a quiet place. Okay. John Krasinski's quiet place. John Krasinski's quiet place. It could have been a Mary Poppins tie-in. You know, they could have done that. They could have explained the origin better of the quiet things. And I'm going like to cut you Poppins off right there, Cody. Magic you failed. Musical. I want a John Krasinski musical where he fights aliens. Cody, get in the truck. Ask. Get in the the loud truck. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. If you're John Krasinski, here's what bothered me about this movie. His hands were so dirty. Where did he come from? The farm. Where did he go? Where did he come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Why were his hands so dirty? Freaks of the cotton. What does he do? They know what was his job? Was it some police, some military, something? His hands were too dirty. That's the beginning. Okay, the beginning of this movie is a flash. He was a man back. Flash busy. Okay, we go back in time. And it's John Krasinski. He's buying water. He's buying oranges. His hands dirty, and he's walking across the town square. Child's baseball game. But once again, how did his hands get so dirty? Explain it to me. Because he's a man working with his hands. Cody, you haven't seen that dirty hands are a sign of clean money. These hands are clean, Cody. 
These are some clean hands. So you have dirty money. Yes. Okay. Okay. <sighs> All right. That's been, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it was an way to start the movie. Uh, um, it was a good scene, I think. How did you feel about it? Did you like getting the backstory? Um, I like John Krasinski, and I was happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If you just look up John Krasinski's job in A Quiet Place, it really is just a lot of articles about how he made the movie A Quiet Place, in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. We all know hollywoodreporter.com that's not what i asked and you know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm calling hollywood reporter out here's the here's the list of enemies of opinion havers <laughs> france it's coming down hollywood reporter right there at the top now here's the thing about this movie it's lauded for its sound design because so much of it is about it being quiet. So every sound matters a lot. Here's what I think that where they drop the ball. Almost every piece of dialogue. Here's the thing. I understood a lot of what they were saying, a little bit of what they were saying when they're at the baseball field. Yes. But once we're in the quiet times after the monsters, and it's Emily Blunt and Killian Murphy, I missed five lines of dialogue straight. Where I had no idea what they were saying. Did you have that problem too? No, but here's the thing. Here's why I think I didn't have that problem. Mm. Right? Because it all stems back to the what you know what some people have called uh, aggressive ADHD. <laughs> In my brain, all right? Okay. In that I can hear, if you turn your phone to silent and we set it face down, I could tell you when you get a text because your phone makes a little bit of a sound. You could never hear that sound, I bet. I hear it every oh, time. So you're like the monster from a quiet place. Is what <laughs> exactly. I can hear somebody on Reddit I saw says I, you can hear the almost imperceptible faint hum of electronics but you can't understand a word anybody says to you when they're speaking loudly and clearly. Uh-huh. So I understood every single word, even when I didn't even need the subtitles when the girl was talking in sign language. Right. I got it. I even heard and understood what she was saying and mouthing. All right. That's why I like a quiet place. <laughs> I was so lost. I don't think, I don't think the beard helped either. Cause it's like, Watching someone's mouth can help. And the beard covered his whole lips. I was like, well, now I got nothing. I got nothing on you people. What was their relationship? They were neighbors. They were frenemies. They were nemeses. I think they were just friends. Okay. Because then Emily's like, you owe us. Remember? Don't abandon us like you did at the, I don't know, whatever. Killian, help us. I think they were just friends. And they were like, we were friends, man. Don't be a guy, you know? Yeah, so so that's that's fine, I guess. Here's his name's Lee Abbott for everybody else that didn't remember his name. Mm, whatever. Um, towards the beginning of the movie, they're running. They decide, hey, it picks up right where the last one left off. Mm-hmm. They just killed a bunch of the monsters. They're like, you know what? We gotta go. We gotta go move on past your little comfort area and find out what else is here. 
So they go, they go to some dude's base. They obviously trip a wire because if you've ever played The Last of Us, you know you got to check for the wire. It's post-apocalyptic. Someone's going to have trip wires, obviously. Anyway, the kid steps in a bear trap. There's no problem with it. I know one thing about bear traps. They may not snap your leg off, but they will crack your bone easy. And they made a point of being like, it didn't go into the bone or something. You know, it broke the skin, but it didn't. That kid's leg, he would have had a compound fracture easy, right? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? All right, here's the thing. There's multiple kinds of bear traps. Okay. There are some that will take your leg off. You're not supposed to use those. You mm-hmm. get in trouble for using those. Uh-huh. And then there's ones you get on uh, movies where they'll punch a bear trap as a dare. And those are fine. Those might break your arm, but they're not gonna. You know? Okay. That one was somewhere in between, but it did have teeth on it. It's a small, but that's what I'm saying. It's the clampy with the teeth, and it's a small boy. Yeah. Because the way the bear trap's supposed to work is you chain it to something solid with a chain. Mm-hmm. And then it snaps shut, and the bear doesn't know how to get it open, so it's gonna hold the bear to the tree, and then you wait till it dies. <gasps> then you tranquilize it, and you cuddle it. And then you put it in a cage. Or you kill it and eat it. What, you wouldn't cuddle a bear if it was asleep? I mean, I would. They make skins, they make bear skin rugs for a reason. Yeah. They're big, they're cuddly. Here's the thing, though. You gotta cook the bear meat. You get trichinosis if you don't. Yeah. I believe you. What I'm saying is that kid was a liar. That's what I'm saying. Okay, here's my next question. The girl, our young deaf girl, she, yes, right, they have their whole system. They can do the feedback thing and makes the screechy sound and the aliens freak out and you can shoot them. They're vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Open their faces. Open their face plates. Now, she takes the speaker, which is like an amp. It's like a guitar amp. Yeah. Or PA or whatever. She snips the power cord, takes it away, and then just carries it around and still uses it. How on earth? It has no power supply. Yeah. Explain that to me. Some of them have batteries in them. Okay, people have told me that. It looked just like a guitar amp to me, and as a guitar player, batteries that size, or amps that size don't have batteries. Maybe you had cheap amps. But it had a power cord. And she snipped it. Yeah. So how did it work? It needs a power supply to do the... Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Does it, though? It needs power to amplify. Does it? (laughs) Okay. All right. So that's not a problem for you? They didn't need power to play records back in the day. Yeah, they did. You got to crank it. Explain science. She wasn't cranking that amp. You didn't see what she was doing behind that amp. She snipped it. She did. All right. And as you know, as someone, I I have an amp that size currently does not have a battery in it. You just pull the power cord out. And that one was very clearly one that you can just pull it out. I got to snip it. Snippy, snippy. So much faster. It's very satisfying. The sound of so it. much cut a wire, though. 
So the that's snap right. of the plastic. Should we do the rest of the podcast? Just You're so far away to be whispering the way you are. But I don't know that. I got like half an inch from the mic and then you like. Got pretty close. <laughs> like. Uh, like so I paid a big forward. bucks for these mics. The big bucks. Here's the, I have scrolled through the, the wiki article for Lee Abbott. And I got to tell you, Cody. Hmm. I have not read a single word of it. Yeah. I haven't even looked at a word of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I looked, I sorry, I looked at the word history. That's one of the sections. Not a, not one other word has gone into my brain. Mm-hmm. But it looks like I've been reading it, hasn't it? That's my secret. <laughs> That's your superpower. <laughs> Looking like you're reading something, but you're not <laughs> actually absorbing it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 how did how did those college courses not work out i don't understand the superpower i didn't even try to read those things what i did was i did the i did the reading superpower on stuff not pertaining to the class that's the secret <laughs> okay so Some I have like two more like serious questions, and then we can just go from there. All right. Number one, how long does it take for people to like decay into skeletons? It takes a long time. Okay, <laughs> I do know that was my thing because there were I can't remember how long does it take for people to decay into skeletons. There were some skeletons in this movie that. I don't think should have been there yet. Are you ready? Yeah. This is not, I didn't, I've not clicked into the article. This is just, just a little summary thing. Okay. In a temperate climate, it usually requires three weeks to several years <laughs> for a body to completely decompose. That's like, it's like, I'm like, hey, how does it take to drive to your house? You're like, wow. <laughs> in a temperate climate between five minutes and 12 hours <laughs> stop <laughs> okay because this movie how long has it been since the the aliens came one year two years one or two years right uh or it's been like it, it's been like a year or two since the kid got snatched right and that was because the on. movie when the first movie came out is 2018 and it like happens in 2017 2018 right something like that. and the kid got snatched in 2020 that's the day. It's the year. It oh, so it's been like three years. Is yeah, it's been a while. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair play. Here's, here's the other thing. Do you know how long it's been between, or how long it takes place? This movie, the previous movie to this movie. So not including the flashbacks. If we just go from the events of one to two, one to two, five days. So the first movie is one or two days. This movie is like two or three days. That's it. Crazy. I got I got more facts for you. Tell me. Um, after skeletons, it skeletons. You know what? Whatever. After it's a bone, it just bones. <laughs> Can take up to twenty years in fertile soil for the bones to go. Bye bye. The, the bones, bones to, to go. Yeah. 
Bye bye. Takes about 20 years to completely dissolve the skeleton of a mid to large size mammal. What about in a casket? Is that why we put people in caskets? So their little skeletons can last longer? I think we put people in caskets just to make us feel better about it, you know? I just torch me. Dump me in the river. Torch me. That's what no. I want. I want to get torched. Nah. You just want the fishies to have you? Yeah, I want the I want to get eaten by Here's, a catfish. I wanna I wanna get chummed out in the ocean for like sharks. That's what I want. You know, it's really I want to be eaten gloriously by like four sharks at once. What was that? There was some show. I feel like it was like Portlandia or something where there was a guy like, when I die, I want to be eaten by a bear. <laughs> and that was like his dying wish. And they're like, we can't do that. <laughs> ah, that would be amazing. Like, here's my thing. If we're going to spend our whole life eating other animals, when I die, I want to be food for an animal. That's only fair, right? There's a lot of animals. They don't want to eat people. They don't like the people. Orcs like people. <laughs> they say we got that sweet, sweet flesh. That sweet man sweet flesh. Man flesh. <laughs> Come on. Feed me to an orc. Get me. Give me an Urukai daddy to, you know, Look, munch on my bones. Send me to that tribe of cannibals that are somewhere that they're like, he wanted us to eat him. That's okay. That's what I'm saying. There are cannibals out there having to hide in the shadows. Why don't we just <laughs> why don't we just come to an agreement that they get to eat people when they die? You die, they find out the cause of death, the family pays their respects, and you get to go to a cannibal kitchen. Is this not a better way than just taking up holes in the ground? We're gonna run out of holes in the ground eventually as the population grows. How do you feel about those uh, pods that they grow a tree at? Yeah, great. Fertilize me. Fertilize me, daddy. Like, yeah. I like the idea of that. But would you go into a forest that you knew for a fact all the trees were grown off of bodies? Yeah. If, I mean, the Japanese would be cool with it, I think. So is it because of the suicide? Because that's people go in there to be. commit suicide, not people die. No, no. I'm just saying I feel like the Japanese with their like older religions that are more founded in like nature would be like, look, your body. It gives itself to Mother Nature, and Mother Nature uses it to make a tree, and that is the balance of the, you know, that's what I like. Is it Taoism? Is that what I'm thinking of? See? That's what I'm saying. Why a box? Why do I need to be in a box? Why does my dead body need to be in a box? Burn me? Eat me? Feed me to someone or something? Make me a tree. I want to give my nutrients to a tree. That's what I want. These are all better ideas than putting someone in a box in the ground. Yeah. Well, you want to just go visit my body? That's fine, I guess, for like my kids, my grandkids. Buy my great guarantee. No, that no one's doing that. At a certain point, no one's gonna be looking at my grave, and then you you're just paying money to have land. And people keep in the graves and the people stop keeping the graves. There is a cemetery in Bowling Green, Kentucky on the side of a highway. And it's just on a hillside and everything is toppled over. And you're like, this is the spookiest, weirdest graveyard I've ever seen. Just a little cemetery, old graveyard. No one keeps up just on the side of the road. And it reminds you that people, I can only assume a bus exploded. And they were like, you know what? It's going to be too much work to take all these bodies 
to a real graveyard, let's dig 20 holes here on the side of the road and just put them in there. And that was 50 years ago. And now I have to look at that whenever I get on the highway. What is that? We could have had a lovely feast, a lovely banquet with those 20 corpses. And it would have been a better you. It's a waste. Fertilize me, daddy. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag fertilize me, daddy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so there we go. Thoughts? What I'm saying is all traditions are dumb and you should let me dictate what, what we should do going forward. Yeah. I just want to be tied to the front of a rocket and shot in the face. <laughs> like, what? I want everybody's like outraged when they find out they, their grandpa donated his body to science. And then they're like, yeah, the Navy blew it up in Arizona or something because they were testing a new rocket. And I was like, I'd be mad if I didn't get blown up. If I donated my body to science and it's like, yeah, you were a cadaver that we kept in the freezer for 30 years. I'd be like, well, that sucks. Blow me up with a nuke or something. Like, if you're going to put me as a cadaver in a freezer for 20 years, the least you can do is stick a stick like a little <laughs> put a stick in my mouth or in my nose so that I'm technically a popsicle. That's what I want. Okay, let yeah. me ascend to something in the in the next life that I was not able to do in this life. Be it food, be it fertilizer, be it a popsicle, be it an experiment, whatever it is. Can we use our bodies for something, please? I'll tell you some of that. Is the little detour because I thought this was this was crazy. Popsicleize me, Captain. That's what I'm saying. Oh God. <laughs> My wife's sister, my sister-in-law, the hoe, <laughs> she knows it. Okay. All right. Great. That This way, when they're both not listening to this episode, they'll know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in a, in a biology, anatomy, whatever. There's a dead body involved, all right? Class. Nice. And they covered the face of the dead body. And somebody asked, what's the deal? Why, why are you concealing this data from us? Not like that. Not that combative. Probably. I don't know. It wasn't there. And she is a combative person. It's because it's a tiny town. And they're like, some of you definitely knew this person. Wow. I so, didn't realize Cadaver stayed so local. They're in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. <laughs> so. Wow. In like the late um, 1800s, it was like still pretty taboo to have cadavers and like scientists anatomy people doctors in training were like desperate for cadavers and so um you know a lot of shady people yeah <laughs> were grave robbing and doing stuff and making a ton of money like the hh holmes the guy who had the murder hotel in chicago oh yeah they were like yeah no uh he probably sold a lot of his <laughs> like if you want to get rid of a body you could just go to like someone who trains people at a medical school and under the table be like you need a cadaver. I happen to have a cadaver. Here, take my murder evidence. It's this body. May I have $50, please? Yeah. Here's the thing. Fun? They want healthy people that shouldn't have died and mm -hmm. are not mangled. Yeah. So anytime they're like, this is a healthy person. I'm like, you killed this guy. <laughs> Here's mm -hmm. the thing. There is a medical stool. Medical stool. Medical stool. <laughs> a medical school in Kansas City. 
that is considered very good because they use cadavers and boy, do they burn through cadavers. Every student gets a cadaver. You get a cadaver. You get that's why you I just was like told. have your same cadaver. I just picture students like a body over their shoulder and they're like, I got to go to my labs today. <laughs> like, oh, this is your cadaver. You're going to have him for all four years. Take care of him. Yeah. I don't know if you were aware of the uh, raucous rivalry of the Kansas City Medical Schools because there are a ton. Yeah. Here's okay. the ones I know about. There's Kansas City University, there's UMKC, there's KU. Are there any I'm missing there? Oh, there's so many. Do I remember any of them? No, nice. because they're all small. The Kansas City University, I believe, is the one that is like the other ones. Some of them do use cadavers a little bit, but it's like they're like, well, we don't want to like mess with keeping the bodies and all that. And the Kansas City University is like, we have a building full of bodies. <laughs> They're, well, they're right on uh, Kessler Park, which has a great disc golf course and like a cliffside drive and all this stuff. But it's like a little sketchy. And yeah. like I play disc golf there. They've got a great front nine. Highly recommend it. Except I'm sure I'm sure there are bodies in those woods. But not anymore. Good course. <laughs> Medical schools going out there and harvesting yeah, yeah. them. Oh, man. <laughs> OK. My next. Question. Oh, okay, we since we're talking about movie. bodies, yeah, I have this question. Okay. These aliens, these sound boys, do they eat anyone or do they just like to kill things? Because it seems to me they just wreak, have, wreak havoc, kill everything, and they're just looking for things to kill. I don't see them eating anything. It's just murder. Yeah, I think What's that's their the point. Deal? Here's the thing. I'm sure in the third one, they're going to do a thing where it's like, oh, my gosh, they were the first wave of like an invasion since now they've done the alien part. And it's like, were they aliens? That was the whole thing before. And they're like, they got sent in to wipe all the people out, wipe all life out, mm -hmm. except for fish, I guess, mm -hmm. so that the fish people could come and live. Mm hmm. They don't swim. That's the point. They don't swim. I did. I did think that was an interesting plot point that they found an island and the island. Everyone just like living happy go lucky. It's like, yeah, there's no monsters here. They can't get here. So we're good to go. Yeah. The second they got there, I was like that one. That they He left one on a boat on a boat. Well, Bailey pointed that out too. She's like, wait, was that one on a boat? Like, and then I was like, I don't, I don't know the answer to that question, but I mean, I, I saw it. Is that where they're going? Is there are they going with that? That that boat's gonna wash up on that shore? And sure enough, it was. Yeah. This movie took no twists, no turns. It was so predictable and stressful the entire yeah. time. I, and I was so mad that I was stressed when I knew everything was gonna be fine. Here's my here's my last question. What is the deal with the dock people? What <laughs> is their end game? And why did they take Look, we on the water world is just like a knockoff, big budget Mad Max. Yeah. Why did they take like the decrepit water world folk and plop them in this movie? Like, why were they so decrepit and in a weird, like they look like they came out of Fallout or something, you know? Well, okay, here's my theory. Because I remember when I, we first saw trailers, I felt like that was the main, like, 
thing they were going to be facing was like Other monsters people. were going to move kind of to a secondary enemy role and it was going to be people and it was yeah. going to be like people yeah because they did monsters. they did talk about that i almost wonder if everybody was just like oh they're just going like the suck route that every movie like this goes and they're like well i guess maybe we won't do that and i wonder if they cut a ton of stuff out yeah i just wonder whether end game like the document was their end game they get a little girl out there so someone's gonna go see the little girl and then we trap you so you're not gonna move because we got sound stuff on you and now but that's obviously the monster's gonna come at that point yeah it's like so what are they if like i'm gonna die because you attached bells to me i'm gonna start jangling the bells while you're here and then we're all gonna die yeah. so what was their end game uh i don't know <laughs> to be dock people and yeah. also to... how are they gonna have all those boats be that close to that island and they're never gonna check that island out and be like oh we don't have to be decrepit docky people we can be like nice living in harmony people i think the what only reason they were kept the in the movie people? at all is because he made the comment about how people turned into monsters. Yeah. The people who were left aren't worth saving. The dock people, were they gonna what were they gonna do? Did they I don't know. I did like the use of uh what he learned in the flashback, Killian Murphy learned how to do the sign for dive. So then he did the sign for dive, so he's like, Hey, you dive in the water because I'm about to I'm about to get these guys. I liked that. Yeah. That was good. I like that Killian Murphy survived. Yeah. That was my yeah. favorite twist. You know who I'm mad about dying though? Who? Digimon. I don't know. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but that's how I pronounce oh, his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a treasure. I think originally Brian Tree Hill was supposed to be in this movie. I think that was the role he was supposed to be in, maybe. <laughs> yes. You know Brian Tree Hill? Yes. I'm going to double check. Here's the thing. So I think it he would have been in Kongzilla and this movie in the same year. That would have been crazy. So, isn't that fun? Yeah. Brian Tree Hill is a treasure. Yeah. Atlanta, season four, coming soon. We're all excited. Everyone is. Just kidding. It's only me. Why aren't more people watching okay. Atlanta? Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah? I'll watch it one day. Here's the thing. I know two people that watch Atlanta. It's me, and it's my sister. <laughs> and I... It's an amazing show. Yeah. And, um... I'll tell you, more people aren't doing it and it makes me really mad yeah i'll tell you it isn't on my watch list but i'll tell you what is atlantis which is a star show about atlantis i'm guessing and i'm assuming <laughs> there's similar shows <laughs> just the white version of atlanta exactly atlantis okay okay i thought this movie was pretty good it's a pretty good movie just pretty good yeah Here's the thing. Was it beautiful? Like, it was well shot and all that? Yes. Were there thrills and chills? Definitely yes. Was John Krasinski in it for 10 minutes? Also yes. So those are that's what it has going for it. Here's where I think it falls short. And a little... What is it about? This is my thing. In a, in a great movie, there's some sort of something. There's some sort of writing and symbolism in the movie that there's some sort of development of, of an inner wanting, of a desire, of a character. And this one, it's really just like, we got to deal with these monsters. And the little girl is brave, but dumb, but brave. And 
they survived. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? I guess I don't know what the theme of the movie is aside from survival. People are monsters. There's a couple of them, but look, there's nice people. Uh, gotta kill the monsters. Don't make too much noise and kill the monsters. You know, am I wrong? Did I miss like some... Kelly Murphy's like, you're like your dad. And she's like, oh, that's nice. You know, what? Am I wrong? Yes. I am wrong. Yes. What am I missing? I guess I shouldn't... The movie. I didn't have fulfillment of narrative aside from... Like you said, it's very stressful. They did a good job of making it stressful and thrillful and chillful. But I needed... I want a little more. Because it was shot so beautifully. And it is such an interesting premise. There's no music in this movie. That was also weird. I mean, you know, there's the Beyond the Sea. But, you know, they don't use... They didn't feel like they really used any score. Did you know? I didn't seem to notice any. Well, the first one didn't really have... I know. I know. I hear you. Which is... In, it's... It, it's an interesting direction. It's an interesting premise. I just wanted more. What did the family, I guess, I guess, I don't know. You know? You decided to help her so people, what is it? Here's, I think, I liked this movie. I liked it a lot. I would have liked it 50% more Uh huh. if Emily Blunt was in it 50% less. Oh, you didn't like the blunt? You're not about the blunt? She's the worst character. She was a teenager in a horror movie in this movie, all right? She was a a teenager in a summer horror film. Wait, why was she bad? She made the dumbest decisions at every turn. Like what? She's she's like She tripped over the wire. I have to go now. It's like, did you have to go? She yes. got the thing. She needed the action for the baby. I can't tell you why I'm going. I need to go. Why are you leaving? Because I have to. All right. Just say, all right, the baby's oxygen or nitrous tank, whatever that is, is almost empty. I need to go get another one. I will Mm -hmm. be back in this long amount of time. In between five minutes and 24 hours. (laughs) Exactly. So just chill. You'll be fine. Don't make any noise. If the baby starts crying, go into the thing. Don't forget to put the towel down. Shut the door. Count to, well, you know, do the timer. Open it for a second. Just a crack. Do the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't do any of that. What she did was the teenager in a horror movie, which is a, the only way out of this situation is to split up <laughs> and, well, be, and do the worst things. Here's what I will say in defense of the movie. And then the sun made her look like a genius and making even stupider decisions. <laughs> yeah, this that was that. the well, whole way. Gillian Murphy's like, they stop did, it. They did do good showing, not telling, right? They they showed the importance of, hey, you have to set a timer when you're in here. And they showed that we already knew kind of how the baby thing worked, right? She's like, hey, you know how to do this stuff. I'm leaving. And so I understand what you're saying. I think it was more just the sun has attachment issues. Granted, it's scary, scary times. So why not? But- does is it a value of us to hear her say all those things? You know, because we already know the rules. Also, you can breathe for longer than twelve seconds in that tunnel, right? The little yeah. thing they lock themselves in. Yeah. Well, the timer was for like twelve seconds. I think it was supposed to be for longer. They just, you know, do you want to just sit there and stare at him? Yes. Yeah, I kind of did because I wanted to know how long you were spending this time. I don't know, and. And I got it eventually, but I didn't get it the first one or two times where you like set the timer. 
I, the first time he set the timer, I thought it was because he knew he had like figured out how long if the monster showed up, it would Plus, take before they wouldn't left. the timer change based on how many people were inside of the thing. Yes. It's about oxygen, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Bailey pointed out too, like there was a time when the candle burns out or his lighter burns out and that's supposed to be like we're out of oxygen. But then they're still talking for a while. So she's like, why was that? But I was like, does some lighters just they only have enough fluid to go for so long? But he had like a Zippo lighter and those can last a long time. Yeah, right? which so I, I was confused. That was it? something I didn't get until later when they had like a candle in there that I was like, oh, that's what he was doing. The lighter is like a secondary, which made sense that he probably when he was in there by himself, just do the timer. But then he didn't know with so many people's so do the lighter. Yeah. So I guess I didn't understand that's consuming. So oxygen. it's just supposed to be it's a soundproofer, right? Or is it just a safe box? That's why I was, was it soundproof or was it just Well, it was safe like a or both? like a kiln or a furnace for the factory they were in. Uh-huh. Which are, you know, thick steel and concrete, so it would just no sound would get out of it because they're But he also fiac. Before they was in the locked in little thing, he's like, Hey, there's like three feet of concrete. We can talk quietly in here, it's fine. Yeah. Which he said they'd have to be right above us to hear, which they were oh, in there because okay. they were right above them. But they also like crunched it. It was like there was like a tiny leak for like an hour and they were like, all right, the whole structure of this thing's going down. The You know what I'm saying? Like the entrance to get into yeah. his little hovel. It was like, hey, it was because remember, well, they kind of show like, oh, there's a leak, but the leak would have been new. Yeah, so, I think the leak was more like to foreshadow her hmm. that there's water to those spigots and then her doing because, you know, they showed in the first one that if you get the the rain or the water effect it's like daredevil he can see but they can't see with the rain mm -hmm. so they're the opposite of daredevil but they are daredevil mm -hmm. they should do a crossover with the daredevil Ooh, daredevil fighting the monsters from a quiet place hearing versus hearing yeah. yes is a joke it's still a joke but I want it so yeah. bad. Yeah, I want it to. You ever have a hair just randomly like decide that it was over here in your nose and now it's going over Every here? Every damn my life, man. And it feels like a gigantic booger just flew out of your nose. Oh, yeah. So and then you're to, like, nothing. You need to test you. No, it's just hairs and they're going nuts right now. I need Love to it. get one of those little things. Yeah, I've got one of those. I don't, but my hairs are getting to the point where they're about to start sticking out of my nose. Ah, you're a man now. Tell you what. Well, I will throw a little bar mitts for for you. We'll get you some of these gifts, these much needed gifts for man. For man. I just want to use yours. Oh, I mean, we can do that. I'm not stingy. I'm not stingy with my hair trimmings. Yeah. I think the reason his little hovel came down was the monster in the hole tearing it open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first movie, they figure out how to beat the monsters. Yeah. The second movie, they broadcast it. And figure out how to beat the monsters. So is the third one, are they going to send, are they going to use the radio to kill the monsters in the whole area? Do you think that's the idea? I mean, well, they weren't even going to do a sequel. John Krasinski kind of got like slowly coaxed into, he's like, I, I can't do a sequel. How are we going to, you know, what are, where are we going to go from here? And they're like, look, just, you know, pitch us your ideas for it and we'll see. And he's like, all right, here's my idea. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. The original writer's not going to write. Do you want to write the script? He's like, okay, I'll work on the script for a while. And I'm like, you know, it'd be pretty cool if you direct it. He's like, fine, I'll direct it. Anyway, and that's how he ended up doing the second one. So then what, are they going to do a third one? He's obviously well, easily coerced. I did see a bunch of stuff that I, like, he's, 
the people here, he's done interviews about passing it off for the third one. So I think they talked it up to being a trilogy because, mm-hmm. you know, trilogies make the money. But I think I mean, I think probably the same thing John Krasinski probably thought was that they have a way to beat the, the things now. So mm-hmm. the monster movie is done. They can kill the monsters once. Right. Like if if Halloween ended with them being like, oh, you kill Jason by throwing a bow tie noodle at him and then he dies. There would be no more Halloween movies mm-hmm. because yeah. you know how to kill Jason. So I wonder, yeah, so if they did a third one, where would it go? How would it be? Is it them trying to share the information? Yeah. Is it? But the thing it's, is, it's such a small scale movie where like it takes place in their little small town. Yeah. And they've only gone so far and they broke out of that in this movie. But even then they're like, yeah, we just walked for a day. Yeah. And got to the shore and then got to this island that's just off the shore. The third ones would be hard because it runs into the like, like I talked to Tiffany about. How do you feel about World War Z? Um, haven't seen more than a clip, and I haven't read more than a few pages of the book. I like World War Z. Okay. Because at least the movie, and I'm pretty sure the book, is like, all right, there's zombies now. So that happened anyway. But it's like, goes off of the premise of they're zombies, but they're still people. So if you shoot them in the in the kidney they're still gonna die uh-huh you don't have to blow their heads away we're not yeah. walking dead here also most countries have actual legitimate plans to deal with the zombie outbreak so there would be people in safe places that would survive i mean we've seen covid <laughs> like there are professionals who are like hey there's an outbreak of a thing yeah here's what we need to do yeah, and people are like, doesn't always go to plan, but yeah. you know. But then people would say, but the but COVID got so out of hand. It's like, yeah, out of hand is in millions of people in a world of billions got infected. Right. And I think it would be different if there were like cannibalistic ghouls walking around as opposed to people getting sick and going to the hospital. I think people would have been quicker to react personally. Yeah. I mean, I think. He, that's the premise of World War Z, right? Look, it's like, hey, here's what happens when there is, you know. Yeah. Here's what I happened mean, in this know, country. Here's what happened in that country. You know, we live in the middle of America. The beat, if they the had come out. heart of America. If they had come out and said, get your guns, shoot anybody who's sneezing. How much <laughs> faster would people have jumped on that than the wear a mask? I mean, we've all seen the trailer to the Purge movies. Yeah. Everyone's all on board for that. Yeah. It's way more fun than. Stay inside, wear your mask. It's like, no. Giddy up, cowboy. We're going we're going a hunting. Anyway, my point is I like that zombie movie or that zombie premise because it is like the zombies are there. They're a constant threat. Mm-hmm. They're a force of nature. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even once we find a way to deal with them, there's still a ton of zombies that we have to kill. Yeah, yeah. And the zombies will hoard in the thousands. So even if you have like a thing that can kill them you still have to physically kill thousands of people basically yeah so they're still a threat so that's the thing is like that's kind of the the thing they got to do that well be like the monsters are still wicked fast oh yeah they come out and a danger at what point are they just gonna have gone through all the people and they starve to death but they're not eating it's like the walking dead which is a bad show i watched so much of that show i'm calling it out 
All right. Since you said it, here's Hollywood Reporter. It's getting knocked down to number two. I mean, Walking Dead's number one I enemy. I don't like Walking Dead. It's a bad show. I, I t- I've already told, I think I've told you about this, but I had roommates that for in college that for like three months, all they did was play Walking Dead for 24 hours a day. And I got so old so fast. I'm like, there's too much brain exploding while I'm trying to eat oatmeal. I can't eat oatmeal and watch brains explode. Problem is they're all like science and then they're like. But they're classic. What was that? What's like the original zombie movie? The real slow walking shambler. Night zombies. of the Living Dead. And so they're like Night of the Living Dead zombies. But we're going to tell you about the science of how they work. Except it doesn't. It does. It's the same reason I don't like Annihilation. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like you got the. Is magic. Shut up. It's a movie. Or this is how this science works. And those are two very different lanes a movie yeah, can take. Yeah. Like this movie, I feel like goes down the it's a movie. Shut up route. Right. We don't need to explain to you. We'll show you the giant ear on the thing. But we don't need you to. You don't have to be like, well, that ear. If you're like, well, that ear wouldn't be able to pick up. Shut up. It's a movie about aliens that can hear well. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> If they were like, this is how the aliens work. And then they were like, and I beat them because of my soul power. Then I hate you. Mm-hmm. Like Annihilation. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I've really come around to hating that movie. Yeah, I hate it too. But we weren't sure for so long. And I feel like you were like easing towards the liking it part. Nah. And then snapped back once I said I hated it. Well, there or are, after there I said are I a few it. good things about it. But as a whole, it was it could not redeem the parts that were bad. The the few things that were good about it did not make up for all the things I didn't like in it. I played the parts that I said were too heavy handed about Allison through the looking glass and everything. Yeah. For Tiffany, like I played the line, I read the lines and everything. Mm-hmm. And she said, and I quote, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> it's like you can't just quote a book. Like right. you can't just quote a full page of a book and act like you wrote dialogue. I mean, not when it's Lewis Carroll. <laughs> like you know, I don't know. Okay, you talked about movie lines. I would like to share with you the one movie quote that's on IMDb for this movie. You ready? <gasps> Give it to me. Give it to me, Dad. Evelyn Abbott. Run. <laughs> <laughs> so, and here's the part that I hate. Slash love. You know, you can upvote. You can say, I found this interesting. Yeah. 26 out of 29 people gave that one a thumbs up. Yeah. I get that it's a joke, but also I hate it. But you gave it a thumbs up, didn't you? Nope. I Fun fact, I never give anything a thumbs up or <gasps> down on IMDb. That's, yeah, that's right. God. I went there. I said it. This has better audience review scores. What? Yeah, what are the scores on this bad boy? This bad boy? For the Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. Tomato Meter is 91. Okay. Which is just under, I guess, so the previous one had 96. Okay. But the previous movie had an 83, okay. I believe, mm-hmm. on the audience score. What do you think this one's audience score sitting at? 87. 93. <sighs> Are people, I don't think, I think this movie's a solid B. It does a good job. I enjoyed it. There are some things I would I would like to see it do better. 
great, well shot, good thriller. But I'm, or is it one of those that is just like, well, yeah, Tomato Meter just was it good or bad? I would say this is a good movie. I, I would say most people say this is a good movie, and so it gets into that ninety range. Yeah, because this that doesn't mean it got an A. It means nine out of ten people said this is pretty good. Yeah. All right. I just letter grade wise. Letter grade wise, most things giving it a C. How do you feel about that? This movie? Yeah. Uh, no, this movie is better than C. That's what the meta score says. <sighs> That's what IMDb says. <sighs> Depending so on what state you live in, it's a C or a D. No, not a D. Well, yeah. I'm I'm wanna I'm going to the quotes to give that one a thumbs up. Oh my gosh. Um how did this do in the box office, I wonder? Oh this was like the look, first movie to be like, hey, most years are open, we're dropping the big movie we've been sitting on. Look, John Krasinski, he came out and he said thanks. And I said, John, if I could have watched this at home, I would have. <laughs> because people were talking. They're yeah. in a quiet place. I wanted I've never wanted to kill a group well, of teenagers the, more in my when life. We saw the first one. It wasn't just us, but weren't there like three people in the theater? Uh, I thought it was like maybe. us two and like one other dude. Maybe. Because I think we saw it at Screenland, right? Or did we see yeah. it set? No, we saw it together. Yeah. I thought Junior Mints was a huge mistake. Yes. Yeah. You were the loudest person in there and you were trying very hard it to was be quiet. A, it's so hard. <laughs> there was a part. You were open. I do remember you going to get some, like a Junior Mint out of the bag or opening the bag and the sound cut out hard yeah, while you were yeah. deep in the bag, like hand in the bag. There's no getting out of this situation. Yeah. Well, I think what I did or in the box, did I try wrestling. to move it from the box to a bag, which was like a costly error <laughs> because it's like, okay, well, sure. I'm not tipping the box over to do like, you know, the sound of junior mints makes when you have to tip the box to shake them out. I was like, I'll solve that with the bag. The bag's paper is like, <laughs> you were like, you kept looking at like side eyeing me during like all these silent moments. And every time there was a loud moment, and then I'd see your hand dart into your bag. And I was like, this is a bad move to get food oh, during man. this one. I had no snacks during this movie. I was strong. Tiffany had to drink. I mean, drinking popcorn. I, I was getting drink drink like the popcorn. Yeah. Anyway, it was know. fine. But those teenagers, I also hate them because they were in our seats. What's the uh, point of the reserved seats? John? Know. John, it's what's the hard. point of the reserved seats if I don't get the would seat be, I reserved? Would you be mad if I told you we didn't sit in our seats at our theater? <laughs> well, here's what happened. You know how there's like a ton of handicapped seating? Yeah. And at most in any showing, there's like one handicapped person yeah. sitting there. So what happened is we booked the back row. Which like at this theater is like the very back is the handicap seating. And then right. so we booked the back row, you know, before that. But then that row filled up with people. And we we're like, uh, we're not going to walk over all these people and sit in the middle of a bunch of people for this movie. So we just sat in the handicap seating. Yeah. I'll tell you a fun fact. Those teenagers very obviously also booked the back row because there was four seats right at the back that got booked. They were not sitting in those seats. They were sitting in our seats. Mm-hmm. I was so sorry. I'm sorry they did this to you. Would it make you happy to talk about the budget of the movie? 
Yes. Guess it. Guess it. I mean, I I'm turning the table. Movie. What would you have guessed? For this movie? Yeah. I would have... I would have probably gone like 120 or something like that. Yeah, like that's what I was just thinking. Just over 100. Like 100, 110. It was actually 61 million. Oh, that was the budget. I was like, I looked at the box office, thought that was the budget. I was surprised. I thought it was super high. Yeah, the box office was 195 million. So it's yeah. tripled its money and it's, it's towards the end of its run. But that's, I mean, that's a good sign. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, honest, but I mean, if this was Fast and Furious, they'd be in the hole. But yeah, it's, uh, they had a smaller budget. So that worked out. Yeah, I definitely would have put it. I don't know. Like if I had gone into a blind now, I'm thinking like, I probably would have just gone with 100 just to, but been like, I would have assumed I was under, you know? Mm hmm. I wouldn't have put pegged it because how much was the first one about the same? Yeah, I'm guessing the first one was probably in the 200s as far as like what it made. I mean, how, what was the probably budget? no, it made more than that. A bu budget though. I don't know. What was the budge? The <laughs> was it what 40 million? 21 million. Whoa, they tripled the budget for the sequel. I guess there was a lot more sets. It was bigger scope, a lot more cast. They really they just needed stuff, a farm. dock stuff. Like the train, the islands. Yeah. The other one was, yeah. Yeah. It needs they just some woods, a little farm. Really, yeah, because they really probably they could have just gone out. Cause they I know they can uh first movies and stuff, they can build houses that do not meet any code. Right. But are fine for filming in for right. real cheap. For sure. Uh the I we didn't talk about for nine. Fanine's sitting at 418 million right now so far in the box office. And it's only been out for like a week or two, right? Oh, at this point. Nine. But what is their budget? That's my question. Um, oh. A billion dollars. Billions and seven dollars. <gasps> no, that would be if The Rock made it. <laughs> their budget was over 200 million. Yeah, that's what I would say. But you didn't. I did. Yeah, Fnine, Fnine's good. This movie, I would say, as a film, is better. Than Fnine? But Fnine was a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Fnine, it had the themes that I crave so thoroughly as a was, film lover. Fnine was less stressful. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because the thing is, with the Fast and Furious... Sure, they've killed off a few characters, but you know Vin is walking out scratch free. You know, like you know, the family as a whole is gonna be fine. It's diesel time. <laughs> you know, the world's getting saved. Yeah, a quiet place. They took John from us. They took, Krasinski. but then they gave him back for just a taste. Yeah, just a tingle. Oh, I savored that taste. His hands were so dirty. Too dirty. so strong though. Don't yeah. you just want to be held by those dirty, dirty John, <laughs> John Krasinski just hands? Feed, want to cradle me and feed me orange slices. Tell me I did a good job in the game, you know? Yeah. Him and... Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is he in this movie? No. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the name of the guy to Cody? Paul Walker. No. He's Austrian? And Arnold German. Schwarzenegger. No. David Brule. 
He's your favorite Austrian Christoph German. Waltz. Christoph Waltz. I want Christoph Waltz and John Krasinski to just feed me orange slices. Because <laughs> Christoph Waltz feeds the leader orange slices. Oh, yeah. To nourish her human brain. He says brain <laughs> because he's German. Boy. He tries so hard, <laughs> but it still sounded like brain. You're very Blaine, human, Blaine. Blaine like, the Walk Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's in the Quiet Place 3. Oh Here's what I goodness. want from a Quiet Place 3. I want him to fast and furious it. I want him to like go from these two just super low, you know, low budget, super intense thriller horror movies. Yeah. To just a hard popcorn action movie <laughs> yeah. with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh yeah. And I mean the deaf girl, she's like got scars and a bandolier on. She's yeah. just yeah. She's going like Rambo, Predator, Schwarzenegger, you know, she's all out. Yeah. Bring the entire expendables cast in. <laughs> uh is that one in the machine? It is not, but I bet it's going in there now. Oh gosh. Well, I don't have much else to say. Did we miss anything about this movie? There's not much. I mean, it's like the first one. There's not much to the movie. In that, like, it's very, like you said, it takes place over three days. Yeah. It's just like, they make you feel the stress of being in this apocalypse. It is, like, these movies make me understand why people like the storytelling in the Last of Us games. Yeah. I hate the Last of Us games because I don't like the gameplay. Oh, but they're so good. So that's the thing. Like, I always am like, I wish I could get the story without having to play these trash games. <sighs> Those are fighting words, my man. Look, it's the fifth game. time a clicker phased through the wall and killed me, I gave up on the buggy mess that is Last of Us Part that's 1. That's why you're too, you're too weak. Mm, that's why you got to crank that thing to easy mode and just... It was on easy mode. Oh. They still instant kill you if they come out of the wall or spawn inside of you. <sighs> yeah. Which I've heard. Yes, it was buggy when it first came out. That's when I played it. Now it's not buggy, but it's tainted meat. Mm. I still need to play Last of Us Part 2. Don't spoil it. Trash fool. Don't spoil it. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> i don't even know because i want to it's like every time i think of a thing i'm like i don't know if that's true or no, not so i don't want to say you know who are the first people to go in a quiet place people with allergies you know what i'm saying that spring comes oh. around the pollen count climbs boom you sneeze you're dead i wouldn't make it i really don't think i would i'd have a coughing fit and die i i told tiffany i was like if this happens in real life why, are, why don't they hard. just become mole people and burrow deep into the Earth's core? I want you're thinking, dwarves. You're thinking, I want dwarves. Okay. You're the thinking like a doctor person make it right through. now. They're going to make it through. The whole apocalypse. They won't even know the apocalypse happened. You're thinking like a doc person. I'm thinking like the kind of person <laughs> no, that... I'm not. The doc people are just on the dock. I don't even... Yeah. What was the goal? What did they do in their spare time? Like, no one is venturing out anywhere, yeah. right? We've kind of established that. Yeah. No one, everyone's huddled up in their little spots. They chose the dock. What do they do? It seems like they have very elaborate 
but terrible plans for when people come. What are they doing with people otherwise? Maybe that's part three, but they're all dead. So, sure are the entire society. Maybe they thought he was a crazy child molesting pedophile apocalypse dude, and they were trying to save her. <laughs> and they were all good people, right? But like four of those dudes looked like the the pirates from the Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, like the skeleton version. You know, they had like the weird face. Some they had some scarring happening that I don't. That had to have been from like barnacles. I don't know what happened. What happened? Who hurt the dock people? All the crazy. They're killing all the bad people. The dock people are the real heroes. Yeah, and Killian Murphy killed all of them. Sure did. What a hero. He he controls the monsters. Why do you think one? What he went to the island and one magically suddenly showed up on the island. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that for one second. He lured it there. Oh, yeah. He beckoned to it. What are they going to do without their... Whatever. They'll do it. They're not going to not do it. Yeah. Don Christensen is going to be like, I get no third movie. And then Emily Blunt's going to be like, Daddy, please. And he's going to say, yes, I'll do it. Yeah, probably. All right, we'll be here for it, I guess. Yeah, we will. And I'll hate every minute of it. And then I'll want to watch it again like a fool. <sighs> They've got you. They got you right in their grips. I have nothing else to say. It is good. It was, I mean, it was worth a watch. Yeah, it's a good movie. Ninety-three percent of people say it's good. It's stressful. Do watch. It's a horror movie that's like, everybody's like, ah, it's all right, which is a big thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, anytime a horror movie has like a good critic score, it's like, oh, they really did it. Yeah, it just isn't camp. That's all it takes. Like, oh, you you did a good job shooting a horror movie. You didn't make it campy. Yeah. But like, okay. Meanwhile, I can make a musical about about Hollywood in the 80s and get hundreds on every review. It doesn't even have to be good. But hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. Hold up. Plus the other horror movies that I like. Once we've done like Hereditary and Midsummer, mm-hmm. they go way deeper. They're scarier and they're like more avant-garde. But they're not and thrillers. The though. average Joe doesn't like it. Yeah. That's what I don't get. Like the average Joe goes, this is a good horror movie. I'm like, well, the other one's scarier. If you want the horror, then go go for this. This was it's a unique one because it's rare that there's a thriller slash horror movie. That the whole family goes and sees. That's what this is a really weird movie in that way. Like the audience it draws, huge audience, small budget. The whole family can go if they choose to. You know, like if you've got like a kid in middle school or up, you can take your family to see this movie. That's weird. Normally, horror movies are like the horror people who like horror movies are seeing those, and it's teenagers and the Halloween the the Halloween Christmas people people who are like Halloween is my Christmas. You don't need I like those people the spooky. In your life. I look. I like the spooky stuff. You don't need those people in your life. So anyway, you don't need them this. Anymore. Is a weird movie, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I guess I don't know. Isn't that weird? It's very. Am weird. I making any sense? No, but yeah. <laughs> 
I understand you. Ari Aster's next movie is going to be a comedy. It's going to be amazing. Be four hours long or something. I didn't like Hereditary. I like it's so good. So good. But it's so I hated it. It was so good. I don't like the scary movies. Oh, so good. Power. All right. We gotta gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Thanks for listening. Share us. On the engage with us. People don't engage. At opinion. You gotta make a TikTok. If you make a good the memes are gonna work. It's gonna do it. It's gonna gotta make memes. Yes. We will do it and it will be done and we'll do it. Add opinion havers. Come at me. Come come get me. Tell me how would you want people to do with your body. Tell me about it. Yeah. I'm right. I don't I am right about this. About what? About what we need more creative solutions for corpses other than a box in the ground. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. So anyway, tell me your solution for you know, tell me your death, what you want me to do with your body when you die. Uh, add opinion havers. Thanks for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And I have opinions. What if there's a quiet place, Fast and Furious crossover? <laughs> <laughs> no. No.